Welcome back, fellow podcasters. This is Jeff Rye, an American conservative. Although it's not Freedom Friday, it is the anniversary of Flag Day here in the United States. And I thought it might be nice to delve into some of the history of not only our United States flag, but also the brief history of how we came about with Flag Day. So let's start with the history of the flag which began in January of 1776. And it actually was a result of the Continental Army, which it was under the direction of George Washington's control at that time, where Washington ordered that a flag, in that case it was a Grand Union flag, be hoisted up at the military base in Prospect Hill, which was in Boston. The original flag, had the, which was called the Grand Union flag, had 13 alternating red and white stripes, and it had the British Union Jack that was in the upper left-hand corner. Keeping in mind that the original 13 red and white stripes were representative of the 13 original colonies. Now, if you heard a little bit earlier, I said it was in January of 1776, which clearly is before July of 1776, which is when the United States declared its independence from England. So in reality, the first flag day was under a British flag just before we started our revolution. In June of 1777, the Continental Congress, which at this point had already declared independence from Britain, came up with a new design for the flag. It maintained the original 13 stripes, alternating red and white. But now we had 13 stars, which were white in a circle, in a blue field, which should be more familiar to a lot of us. Now, between the years of uh, 1777 and 1960, Congress passed several acts to amend the flag. And the majority of the acts had to do with adding additional stars, which reflected the emission every time a new state came into the Union. It didn't take too many years, with too many states adding, that the circle design no longer could be effectively used, so they went to the field that we more commonly see of stars in the blue area in alignments one under another. And the last act that was passed was under President Eisenhower in August of 1959, which is ultimately has our 50 stars. As an additional point of reference, we have the colors red, white, and blue on our flag. The red, which signifies hardiness and valor. White, purity and innocence. And the blue field stands for vigilance, perseverance, and justice. As a side note, isn't it interesting that the blue, which historically would be a color associated with the Democrats, includes justice on that. And now we'll delve a little bit into why we celebrate Flag Day, or how it came about. Ultimately, June 14th 
is the day that's celebrated because that was the anniversary of the first time that a flag resolution was passed, which was brought up earlier in this podcast with George Washington. Now, although it was never actually a holiday at that time, in the late 1800s, school teachers around the United States began conducting patriotic ceremonies, which commemorated that flag day, and it was a method of teaching American history to the students. But it wasn't until June 14th of 1916 that President Woodrow Wilson actually decreed this a federal holiday. It did, however, take Congress a little bit longer after the executive order put through by Woodrow Wilson, because Congress, until August of 1949, before they passed an actual law which created this to be a permanent holiday in the United States. Now, over time, and it was mostly the military that developed this, we have flag etiquette that takes place when handling the American flag, displaying the American flag, and yet we have very few people that actually are aware of these. So let's go through them real quick. Number one, and of utmost importance, the American flag should never touch anything beneath it. That includes the ground, the floor, the water, or any merchandise. In international settings, the American flag is never to be lower than any other national flag. In most cases, the United States flag is shown as higher. On specially designated time periods, the American flag can be lowered to half-mast, but that would only be under the direction of the President of the United States or from a governor in that particular state. Now, when raising the American flag, the flag should always be taken up briskly, rather quickly. And that's a reference because the United States is always looking quickly to broaden freedom, not only in our own nation, but around the globe. And when lowering the flag, it should be lowered very slowly. This is to show reverence for those that have sacrificed for our freedoms. And it's also showing that the United States is slow to concede to oppression and values that endanger our freedoms. So we're quick to rise to the occasion, but we're slow to give it up. And what do we do once a flag gets old, tattered? Do we just take it down and throw it away? Not really, that's not what we're supposed to be doing. We actually have our armed forces. We also have the Boy Scouts and the Girl Scouts of America, which have special ceremonies. So flags can be collected at police stations, scout organizations, veterans' homes, well, numerous, numerous places. And several times a year, these organizations will perform actual ceremonies of reverence to the flag. And most of the time, the flags end up with a burning ceremony. So as we look around this June, and hopefully June's going forward, and we see the multitude of flags out there, Unlike our Congress people, a couple of them that are claiming that they're just Trump supporters. Not really. I'm sure a lot of them are, actually. But bottom line is, we're Americans. And we're proud of this American flag. And this is one of the ways that we can be patriotic. It shouldn't be a political issue. 
We're a free nation. We're a nation that spreads our values across the world, and we're not ashamed of it. And we shouldn't be ashamed to be able to put our American flag out there. Nor should we be ashamed to have to say the pledge to the flag. No. I think perhaps America, at least part of America, is a little off kilter right now. But in the end, as we heard just the other day in a singing of the national anthem for the hockey playoff game, there's plenty of Americans out there. They're just ready to cheer. And frankly, they're doing this by standing up and putting their hands over their heart when they're saying the Pledge of the Flag. That's America. That's the one I grew up in. That's the one we send our soldiers to to defend our country and our values. Will be this effort to try to take that away from us? So go out there and enjoy the June 14th. I want to thank you for taking this time and being on our podcast. We'll be with you again on Friday. I am Jeff Fry, an American conservative. I'll be back next week with more to talk about. In the meantime, keep us, U.S., the United States, in mind. Thank you.